Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Time fantasy. Full time fantasy. It is full time fantasy here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Adam Ronis, solo here for the final hour on a Friday afternoon. As baseball is back, it kicked off yesterday. The Astros falling to the Rangers 5 nothing. We do have afternoon baseball right now. Cubs and Pirates, top of the third, no score. You Darvis against Chris Archer. And, of course, we're getting you ready for your fantasy football season because we want you to dominate. We want you to crush your opponents, take the life out of them, and collect that check. And our draft kit is out. We already have a ton of articles up, and we have way more to come. I mean, this is only the beginning. So if you use promo code RONUS50, you get two months for the price of one. There's six months you can get. There's a full season. If you do that, you get about 25% off the monthly price. So whatever you feel is best. Uh, but we got uh, tons of great content. We have our preseason pro picks coming out later in the month. Those are sleepers, bust, comeback players, stash and cash players from myself, Dr. Roto, Sean Childs, and several high-stakes leagues players. So that's very valuable information. I mean, to me, the price alone, that is going to be worth it because we've had a ton of studs on that list over the last couple of years. We had Alvin Kamara in his rookie year, Mike Williams, Chris Godwin, on Johnson, a lot of big names on that list. So uh, make sure... You become a member today. We got in-depth team profiles from Sean Childs, one of the top high-stakes players around. Those are all complete. I have a look at Dak Prescott, whether he's undervalued or overvalued. Uh, Philip Lindsay, is he undervalued or overvalued? Uh, I have online championship recaps, my FSGA draft recap. Uh, as we said, we're going to get you a lot more of those high-stakes leagues reviews. Uh, Dr. Roto has his training camp questions. I have an article coming out probably today on five quarterbacks to target late in your drafts. Obviously, especially in a fantasy football world championship, you're going to wait on your quarterback, uh, and you see it. So give you a couple of options that you can get late. And I think these guys you can get as your QB1, especially in your home leagues. You know this. There are people who don't employ that strategy. I play in a league where... I usually have a team or two get their QB2 before I get my QB1. It's no problem. Uh, don't worry about it at all. So these are guys that you ideally want as your QB2, but if everyone else is going to overvalue the position, you can get these guys as your QB1, and it's fine. Uh, maybe get two of them and, and play the matchups each week, depending on the context of the league and the roster size. I know a lot of people like to have two quarterbacks on the roster regardless of the roster size, for me, it really depends on how many rounds, how many roster spots I have. But uh, you can check that out as always. Rankings will be out shortly as well. We still have fantasy baseball coverage. You have my MLB stock watch for this week. Sean Childs has his waiver wire report, closer depth chart, and bullpen updates. And any questions you have, you can ask on the message boards and forums, uh, draft strategy, trades, waiver wire pickups, anything you want, we will answer it. So come on over and hop on today and get uh, a part of that draft kit. Uh, check it out. Uh, PlayFFWC.com. Got tons of draft. We have an online championship 
uh, red versus blue number two tonight. We got a starter full season full season league as well. Um, there'll be a broadcast of that draft tonight. I'll be hopping on it as well, so check it out. Uh, we'll be tweeting out links for that and uh, best ball drafts. So a lot of different drafts, price points. Check it out. Find out what you think is best for you. Uh, in case you're just joining us, some breaking news just happened a few minutes ago. New York Jets tight end Chris Herndon has been suspended by the NFL four games for violating the substance abuse policy stemming from a drunk driving arrest. So uh, we'll see if he appeals it, whether it gets reduced. But right now it is a four-game suspension. So I guess this is uh, you know be the result of him. He pleaded guilty to a DUI in June of 2018. So uh, tough break. Uh, you know, this is where people will say, this is why I don't draft early because this happens. Although we knew that um, he was going to get a suspension. I think initially it was two games. Um, but apparently, according to uh, Ian Rappaport, Chris Herndon received four games, not two, because a woman at the scene later claimed bodily harm due to the crash. So that's what's uh, coming out there now. Uh, we'll see here if he does appeal and if he has the ability to. Um, and, and it sucks because I think a lot of people were excited about Chris Herndon. I think I might have taken him in a best ball draft already. I didn't get him any of my redraft leads. We actually had a conversation about him yesterday in the fishbowl because Dr. Ortle was going to take him potentially as his third tight end. And I said at that time I didn't think he needed a third tight end uh, at that point of the draft. But uh, uh, look at now, our boy Truck, who we had on the show last week, he took him in the fishbowl as his tight end 12 in round 10. Round 10. So uh, looking at some of the fishbowl data here, he's been drafted in 68 leagues so far. The earliest pick he went was 10.03. The latest he went was 15.01 as tight end 24. So you see the range. He went uh, as tight end 12 the earliest, tight end 24 the latest. Jeez, that was a, a nice, well, seemed like a nice value. And it still might be. Uh, you know, it's a pretty deep league. So if you get him as your tight end two, it's okay. But his ADP in the fishbowl was 132.9. Um, and... You know, obviously, he's been someone that I think a, a lot of people were excited about. And that online championship draft that we were just discussing uh, from the other night in the uh, Fantasy Football World Championships, Herndon went in round 13 as the 15th tight end off the board. And I, I like that value, man. I mean, and the team drafted Hunter Henry as their first tight end in round six. So it's a really good backup tight end. And obviously, that team can survive because you got Hunter Henry. Uh, but, yeah, you're going to see Herndon drop down the board now. You know, four games is a pretty significant portion of the season. You know, you're talking about 30, you know, 28, 29% of the se of the regular season. You know, he's going to miss those four games in a uh, 13-week regular season. So it is pretty significant for a tight end. And, you know, I think there might have been some people that had him uh, as their tight end one. And I actually would have been fine with that, too, especially for the draft price. But now... Uh, you can't do that. So very interested to see. You know, we'll see the red versus blue draft tonight. And I'm sure we'll recap that on Monday. So I'm interested to see where he goes tonight. And, you know, already we already have some news here with Herndon and Melvin Gordon. Very interested to see where Melvin Gordon goes in tonight's drafts and the drafts going forward with the talk that he is not going to report to training camp uh, and he wants a new contract or he wants to be traded because we've seen Melvin Gordon go as high as, you know, sixth in a lot of drafts. And this online championship draft, which was from uh, July 10th, um, we saw Melvin Gordon go uh, 
at pick nine. Now, again, that was before the news broke, news coming out yesterday. So I think you'll see Melvin Gordon fall to the second round now. And of course, we've seen Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson get the boost up as well. So um, going to be interesting to see what teams do there. But uh, again, Chris Herndon suspended four games for violating the league substance abuse policy. We'll talk more football when we return to this full-time fantasy here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The following ad contains shocking material. Listener discretion is advised. Is someone in your family playing a dangerous game of Russian roulette? Over 43,000 people die a year from drug overdose. 120 people a day. Five people every hour. One person every 12 minutes. 88,000 people die every year from alcohol abuse. Over 240 people a day. 10 an hour. One person every six minutes. Somebody you know may be next. Learn how to help someone you love get away from the drugs, alcohol, and bad influences. With the FMLA, people can take a leave of absence from their job and still keep it. Call now and learn how we can help you. 866-484-9621. 866-484-9621. That's 866-484-9621. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. It 
It is full-time fantasy here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Adam Ronis here until 4 p.m. Eastern on a Friday afternoon. Matt Modica from The Athletic will join me at 3.40 p.m. Eastern. We'll talk about his fishbowl team and a little baseball if we have time as the second half is beginning. Don't forget, check us out, fulltimefantasy.com, our draft kit is starting to produce a lot of content. We've been doing stuff for weeks, uh, so there's there's a lot of content there already and a lot more to come as we get you set to dominate for the upcoming 2019 fantasy football season, and we'll be with you every step of the way. Weekly rankings, uh, waiver wire reports, fab articles, stock watch, ton of articles and analysis every single day, and we answer all your questions throughout the week. Who should you pick up? How much you should bid? And, of course, Sunday mornings uh, for lineups. Who do you start? We are there all the time. So uh, just make sure you become a member today. Use the promo code RONIS50. You get two months for the price of one. Uh, we'll get back to football in just a second. Just uh, want to give some baseball news that has trickled out for those that are in the process of setting your lineup here for the start of the second half. Obviously, some line. If, it, if it's first pitch, your lineup is locked. If it's first pitch of games, uh, then you still have opportunities. But Adam Wainwright was scheduled to start tonight for the Cardinals. He has been scratched. He has back spasms. So Daniel Ponce de Leon will start in his place. And uh, he's been pretty good when he's gotten the opportunity to pitch this year. So, man, if he pitches well, you know, he could stick in this rotation. And uh, I would like that. I would definitely look to pick him up uh, in deeper formats if he does get an opportunity. But again, we don't know the extent of the injury for Wainwright. He said he began to feel that discomfort uh, recently. And, well, we don't know when, but just it was not uh, enough pain that he cannot make the start. Uh, Jake Arrieta is going to start against the Nationals tomorrow. He had an x-ray this week, and it said that he had a bone spur in his right elbow. I don't know why they're letting him pitch. He hasn't been good, and I have him on a few teams. There's no way I'm putting him in my starting lineup. I actually think I dropped him in a couple leagues. I held on to him in tout wars, but he's on my bench. And I think the other league or two I had him, I cut him. But he's going to try and pitch through this and delay the surgery until the offseason. Seriously, doesn't work. I mean, he's been terrible lately. Uh Last three games, 7.71 ERA. He's not getting strikeouts. It's just, I, I don't know. I understand the Phillies are in contention and they're trying to push him through this, but I just don't look at this as a smart idea. So uh, he was terrible against the Mets and his last seven starts, 6.63 ERA. So this has been an ongoing issue for a while. He's had at least four runs in his last three starts. Just look at the strikeouts over the last few starts. Four, six, two, three, five, three, three. I mean, you're giving up runs, you're giving up hits, and you're not even getting strikeouts. It's one thing if you're pitching and at least you're compiling strikeouts if the ERA and whip isn't great, but he's not even helping in the strikeout department. So uh, I don't see this ending well. I would not put him in my fantasy lineup. And uh, probably good opportunity to pick on him in DFS with the way he has been pitching. Uh, JT Real Muto is on the paternity list, but he will be back with the team tomorrow. So he's only going to miss one game. Uh, and it's been, I think, a disappointing season for him, considering how everyone was hoping that he would put up monster numbers in Philadelphia. Uh, he stayed healthy. 
Uh, catchers tend to miss time, but 767 OPS disappointing, only 10 home runs. I mean, playing, moving from Miami to Philadelphia and in this home run environment where the ball is juiced, flying out of the park, and you only have 10 home runs when you pretty much played every day in 85 games, that's a disappointment. 42 RBIs, does have four steals, 55 runs. So it's not terrible, but I think for where people will start taking him in the third, fourth round of drafts, you definitely want him more than what he has given you so far. The White Sox have called up E.J. Reed from AAA. In case you missed it, he was claimed off the waivers from the Astros over the All-Star break, and uh, he's going to be with the White Sox, probably going to play some first base in DH, and we've seen him at the Major League level, and it hasn't been good. He's really struggled, batting only 153, striking out a ton, but we do know he has big power, so we'll see uh, what he can do at the Major League level. AL only league, certainly, Adam. Um, not really ready to pick him up in mixed leagues just yet at this time. Uh, I want to see what happens. Uh, Scooter Jeanette is in the starting lineup today. He missed some games right before the break with groin tightness, but it appears he is fine. Nick Senzel's back in the lineup. Uh, he had an ankle injury right before the All-Star break. And Yankees GM said, uh, Brian Cashman said, Luis Severino likely needs six or more weeks to be ready. Man, what a disastrous year it is for him. And even when he does return, pitch count limit, maybe he pitches in the bullpen. So, you're not seeing him until at least late August. And uh, oh, unfortunately, I did hold on to him in the league, and it's just not going well at all. And you know, you're going to see him cut in a lot of leagues uh, for those teams that are not in contention and need the roster spot if you don't have an IL spot. Cole Hamels uh, will throw off flat ground today. Uh, he's been out with that oblique injury, and that's a big injury for fantasy because I have him in a lot of leagues. He's been good, 290 ERA, 120 whip. 99 and two-thirds innings, 97 strikeouts, 35 walks. I love the value of him this year. We saw last year when he went from Texas to Chicago, he pitched great. So I thought he was a nice veteran value, and he has definitely produced. But uh, this injury certainly is a uh, tough blow for him, and I just hope he can be back in a few weeks. So uh, that's some of the baseball news going on right now. Uh, if you were waiting on Eddie Rosario, there was some talk that he could be activated off the injured list today because he is eligible well, he's not in the starting lineup today, so maybe he returns tomorrow. I was hoping to get him back in there today, uh, but that's not going to happen for Eddie Rosario. Uh, back to football talk, and uh, we briefly started going over this uh, red versus blue primer, an online championship draft from the other night, July 10th. So I'll talk a little bit about it here. And again, uh, for those not familiar, the Fantasy Football World Championship format, we start one quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, one tight end, two flex box, a kicker and a defense, PPR, and it's a 20-round draft. So that extra flex spot, I love. Again, I employ that in my home league. I have been uh, for years. So when I came over here and I saw that uh, Fantasy Football World Championship does that too, I'm like, yeah, this is great. Uh, because I just think that um, you should uh, be rewarded for finding someone late in the draft. And the more starting spots you have, I think it's better for the more advanced uh skilled player and you know that's what we want so um i would uh, definitely consider playing in this format I, I like it a lot i mean too many times people play in 10 team leagues 12 team leagues and their roster is stacked because you know they're following our rankings but the starting lineup is thin i mean there are leagues out there that start two running backs two receivers and one flex i mean that's just ridiculous because you know we're gonna give you we're gonna give you these great value plays late in the draft and you can't even start them so I will say this now. I say it every year. If you're in a league, you should have done this eh, probably a month or two ago, but it's not too late now. I mean, we're still 
always, you know, a month and a half from the start of the season, you should be telling your commissioner of changes you want now and or suggesting send them an email and say, hey, you know, I, I think we should expand the starting lineups. Can we put it to vote? And, you know, now is the time to kind of go over those rules. I always ask my league every year, hey, um, um, you know, uh, do you want any rule changes? Let me know now. And if it's something I think is valid, I'll put it up to vote. Uh, some other news here, too, on Darius Geis is uh, Redskins running back Darius Geis, who missed the entire rookie season last year with that ACL injury, has suffered a hamstring injury and is questionable for the start of uh, training camp, uh, according to Aaron Hawksworth, who is a radio host at 106 The Fan. So uh, I was staying away from Geis, man. Like, okay, so in this online championship draft, he went in round seven as the 32nd running back off the board. That's the fourth running back for that team. And I loved Geis last year. Tremendous upside. But, man, he's coming off the ACL. It's a bad team. Adrian Peterson's still there. Chris Thompson's there. Uh, like, I don't know. I just think his price tag has been high. Now, seventh round is probably as late as I've seen him go. I have seen him go in the fourth, fifth round. There's no way I'm taking him in that spot. And now this news will probably push him down the draft board a little bit. Love the talent, but I think it might take some time. And now he's already dealing with a hamstring injury in addition to coming off the torn ACL. Definitely a lot of risk there. So uh, he was a player already that I was not drafting. We talked about players that we weren't drafting earlier. Geis wasn't for me. He just didn't like the spot where he's going. I love the talent, but definitely concerned about the injuries here with Geis. When we return, we'll talk more fantasy football. Also take a look at my fishbowl. I just made two picks. Who did I take? I'll let you know next. It is full-time fantasy here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. 
Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. It is full-time fantasy here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Adam Rona is here till 4 p.m. Eastern on a Friday afternoon. You could follow me on Twitter at Adam Rona's on the gram at Aaron 88 Check me out fulltimefantasy.com for all your fantasy sports needs, specifically football and baseball at this time. Use promo code RONAS50 get 50% off your first two months. And head on over to playffwc.com. We got a couple drafts tonight, including a starter full season league. Starts at 10 p.m. Eastern, just 35 bucks to enter. And head on over to Vegas if you can. First weekend of the NFL season, I'll be out there. Uh, at the Palms Hotel uh, for that first weekend of the NFL season. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to hang out, draft, drink, eat, watch football. Really is a good time. And uh, if you're going to be out there, you want to take me on as a uh, Beat Adam Ronis online championship league, but you have to be in Vegas to do it. It is Saturday, September 7th, 3 p.m. Pacific time. So uh, a few spots remain in that one. And I uh, won this league last year, so if you think you're good enough to take me down, put your money up and uh, see if you can get those bragging rights. So uh, make sure you uh, check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun and a lot of different drafts, best ball, world championships, online championship draft, different price points, basically drafts the entire rest of the summer all the way up until the first day of the NFL season. So pretty much drafts every day. So you can find something to fit into your schedule. Let's take a look here at the Scott Fishbowl League, uh, which uh, currently participating in. Uh, I think this thing for me, the way this is moving, uh, I think we could be done this weekend. A pretty good job here by my league. We started this draft on Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern. We are currently in round 17 here. And, uh, uh, you're seeing a lot of people tweet about it on Twitter with the hashtag SFB9, the Scott Fishbowl. And again, this is really done for charity, but we have 1,200 people in this league. Uh, so it's going to take a lot to win the overall. But, you know, winning your league is important. Uh, but really, it's uh, great for the community. We have a lot of people in the industry. Even fans are in it. I know there's like three. I think there's about three fans per league and then a lot of analysts and people in the industry. Uh, but it's a unique format, different scoring. It really makes you think and debate your picks, and that's what we want. Uh, we want to switch things up a little bit and 
In this format, we start one quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, one tight end, and four flex spots. One of those flex spots could be a quarterback. Uh, 22 rounds, 11 people in the starting lineup, no kickers, no defense. And uh, the scoring is weighted so that each position is kind of similar, but you can look at some things and maybe find some advantages. For example, tight ends get a full point per reception and first down. Every other position gets a half point. Uh, also, you get 50-yard, for the 50-yard rushing and receiving, you get a five-point bonus. So uh, it's spread out to try and boost and make the tight end similar to every other position. And, of course, quarterbacks are valuable in this league. So talked a lot about my picks uh, over uh, the last few days. So quickly run down the way I started from the two spot. Christian McCaffrey, Juju Smith-Schuster, Antonio Brown, Julian Edelman, Harner Henry, and read the draft room. They were waiting on quarterbacks, so I did the same. So I got Lamar Jackson as my as the QB 16 in round six and Jameis Winston as the QB 18 in round seven. Rashad Penny, who we talked a little bit earlier, uh, very high on Penny this year, uh, like where he's going. This was the RB 33 off the board. Also took him in the FSGA draft. So uh, that's the kind of guy I want. And I think even in your redraft leagues, we talked about that online championship draft, uh, the, uh, the primer for the red versus blue. From July 10th um, in that draft Rashad Penny went in round seven as the 31st running back off the board. And uh, see, I like what that team did there because it's something that I did in the FSGA started off with uh, McCaffrey. Mine was Barkley, but in this one also in the um, fishbowl, I did McCaffrey at two, then four straight wide receivers. And um, I did in the FSG, I did three straight receivers and I won a tight end because I took OJ Howard. But uh, so this team did four receivers in a tight end. And then Penny. And that's essentially what I did, too, in that league. Uh, so I, I like that from the two spot, uh, just because I don't like the running backs that come back, and I'm not going to reach on them. And I'll just load up on receivers. So that team, uh, a little similar to me. We had a few similar players. You know, so I took DJ Moore. Uh, I took DJ Moore in that FSGA draft and Penny. So a couple similar players there. Didn't like that they took Aaron Rodgers around eight and then Cam Newton around 14. And as we said, we wait on the quarterbacks. But back to my fishbowl league. So. After Penny, uh, Mike Williams in round nine, D.D. Westbrook in round 10, Kiki QT in round 11. So uh, a lot of people were pushing up the running backs, and I was like, okay, I'll just take the wide receivers because uh, I think some people feel like the receivers are devalued in this format. I, I don't, uh, especially if I'm getting guys with high target shares. And you know, a lot of these running backs going in these rounds where I'm taking these receivers, a lot of those guys could be irrelevant. Well, a lot of those guys need injuries, and this is not full-point PPR, so some of these guys take a hit. So I like the way I started, and now I'm going to take my shot at running backs. Jalen Samuels, round 12. Edel Smith, round 13. Now, last night I came up, and um, this is the part of the draft where if you do pick on a turn, you can miss out on a run, and it could suck. So I thought I was going to get a tight end that I wanted in the next round. Uh, there were 20 tight ends off the board when I took Ito Smith. Now, remember, I have to take shots at running back because I did not get a lot early. So I had McCaffrey, Penny, Samuels, and Ito Smith. So I felt like I needed that fourth running back there. And I already have Hunter Henry as my tight end one. And there are going to be a lot of weeks where people are able to flex tight ends. You don't have to, but uh, we're into the range now where there's questions. Now, I do like Jack Doyle a lot. Maybe I could have taken Doyle there. And maybe a, a good running back still would have made it back. So maybe that's a little bit of a regret. But that's in hindsight. But I do like Doyle a lot. 
Uh, Doyle was was is really good, and Luck looks for the tight end. And yes, Eric Ebron's there, but Ebron played less snaps when Doyle was on the field. So Doyle, I love the value he went in this draft. I mean, he went uh, 13-8 as the 21st tight end off the board. I got Doyle ranked a lot higher. Uh, I know there was some report recently, I think dealing with some type of uh, kidney issue in addition to the hip. They weren't going to rush him, but uh, I, you know, even if he is slow to start, I think Doyle is really going to be solid on that offense. And I know they added Paris Campbell and Devin Funches, so maybe the target's doing it a little bit. But I, I like Doyle. Uh, 21st tight end off the board, count me in. So he goes there, so I missed out on him. Ian Thomas went in round 14 as the 22nd tight end off the board. Now, that team had Noah Fant as their first tight end. So that's, you know, or you don't really ideally want him as your tight end one. But, you know, when you bypass and build up other positions, it's going to happen. And that's what you have to do in a league like this. And is decide, okay, where am I going to be strong? Where is the weakness going to be? Now, Ian Thomas is not the starting tight end for the Panthers. It's Greg Olson, who had yet to be taken off the board. But I understand the concerns with Greg Olson, which I'll get to in a second. I mean, Ian Thomas was really good last year when we did that. FF Champs Invitational uh, last month with a lot of uh, big people in the industry. Uh, I was picking 12, and that was a league where we had to start two tight ends. And I took Thomas, I think it's my third tight end because it's best ball. Because uh, I could see Thomas becoming the starter this year if Olsen can't stay healthy. What is he, 34, coming off foot surgery. So there's some questions about him. But I was surprised, though, that he did go as the 22nd off, uh, tight end off the board. The guy that I wanted... Mike Gusecki, he went as the 23rd tight end off the board with the sixth pick around 14. So I was about four or five picks away from getting him, and I was kind of upset about that because Gusecki measured really well at the combine. He's very athletic, and obviously as a rookie last year, didn't do much. But Adam Gase has gone into new offense, and I could see him playing a bigger role because we do see tight ends. They take some time to really get themselves incorporated at the NFL level because there's so much to learn. So I really like that pick. And then even two picks before me, uh, Darren Waller went. And he's a deep sleeper, uh, suspended uh, most of last season, uh, was with the uh, Ravens and now uh, with the Oakland Raiders, where I think he could play a big role. He's 6'6", 255. Obviously, Jared Cook is gone. So, you know, I like taking him as a second tight end. So by the time I came on the clock, looking at a tight end, I mean, I was looking at, Greg Olson, Jason Witten, Tyler Eifert, Jimmy Graham. I just don't like any of those guys, you know. Uh, Olson was going earlier in most other drafts. Uh, he has concern, again, be older, coming off the foot surgery. Uh, Jason Witten, I just don't see him putting up big numbers. You know, I could see him scoring a few touchdowns here or there, but he's a good blocker. I just don't think there's uh, a ton of production for him in this offense with Zeke, Gallup, Cooper. I just don't see him putting up big numbers. Tyler Eifert, like, he just can't stay healthy. I mean, we know that on a per-game basis, he's good. But 28 years old now and just constant injuries. Played four games last year. Barely played in 2017. So that 13-touchdown season is a while ago in 2015. So, yeah, it's late. Take a shot on him. But you know, he hasn't shown the ability to stay healthy. And Jimmy Graham was there. Also 32 years old. Uh, really not existent down the stretch. So, it's in a tough spot, so I wound up taking Greg Olson, and I hate it because I don't see Greg Olson on my teams this year. I mean, I'm probably going to have Olson ranked right around 
I did my rankings. I think he was around 20 in tight end, so just not a big fan, but I needed a second tight end, not really picking anything great, so I settled for him. That's definitely the pick that I hate most in this draft, and you know, I just look at it and go, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the surgery helped, and maybe he's able to stay healthy. And it's a pretty good team, so but I definitely don't like the pick. But you know, we're slim pickings at the tight end spot, and that was my tight end too. Round 15, I came back and got Kalen Bellage. Obviously, he could see maybe an increased role in the Miami backfield. You know, Kenyon Drake was good last year. We'll see how the new coaching staff feels about him. We know Adam Gase was lukewarm on him, but Bellage at least will play a complimentary role to Drake at the very worst, and uh, maybe he plays a bigger role than we think. And you know, the coaching staff there now feels the same that Adam Gase did about Drake. So took Bellage in that spot. Uh, made two picks after. We'll talk about it if we have some time left in the show. But when we return, I'm going to join, be joined by Matt Modica from TheAthletic.com, one of the top high-stakes players around. He's also in the fishbowl. Not only does he do baseball, he does football too. So we'll see how his squad is shaping up. Some of the things he likes and does it when we return. Are you or someone you love one of the nearly one million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? There is no known cure, but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's trial participant pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack visit today dad what are you doing cramming for college i'm the one going to college yeah but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all discover student loans discover does student loans yeah they're one of the top student loan lenders in the country it takes 15 minutes or less to apply and there are no fees for the life of the loan best of all i can earn cash rewards if i get good grades really yeah we still have time to apply and get a great rate so i can just chill College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. When you're hiring, you don't want to waste time sorting through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get to a short list of qualified candidates. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Modells and sign up for our MVP rewards program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Modell's cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Modell's gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Mo's. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. 
I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. They need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Back here it is full-time fantasy on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Adam Ronis here until 4 p.m. Eastern. Don't forget, check me out, fulltimefantasy.com and playffwc.com for your draft needs. Joining me now, it is Matt Modica from theathletic.com. Matt, what is up? Okay, apparently we don't have Matt right now. Uh, so... We'll see if we can get him on the line as uh, we're talking uh, fish football right now. Looking at my team and uh, into round 17 and uh, took Kalen Balaj around 15. Round 16 took Michael Gallup as the 69th receiver off the board. I think he's been undervalued in drafts. I haven't ranked a lot higher. You know, Gallup really came on strong last year in the second half. And I think a lot of people look at the Cowboys offense and think it's only Zeke and Cooper, but Gallup actually saw more targets when Cooper came aboard and started to improve as the season went along. And over the last few games, uh, week 12, six targets, week 13, seven targets, week 14, nine targets. And there were a lot of games, too, where he could have had bigger numbers. It seemed like Dak Prescott couldn't get him going downfield. There was a lot of times where he was open and Dak just missed him. So I think another... Full season, working with Dak Prescott. Remember, he was a rookie last year. They really didn't have anything in that receiving core. It was a very weak receiving core. Cooper came on. That really helped. Cooper's going to command a lot of attention. Teams have to worry about the run. Still got to worry about winning over the middle. So I think Gallup's a good value there. Now we have Matt Modica from TheAthletic.com. Matt, what's up? <laughs> hey, happy Friday. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but uh, some news broke today. Uh, Jets tight end Chris Herndon suspended four games for violating a league substance abuse policy. And, you know, he was uh, a tight end that a lot of people were excited about in this Jets offense. We saw flashes from him last year. Uh, He was going as high as sometimes the tight end 12 off the board uh, in in the fishbowl. Was Herndon a player you liked this year? And uh, a four-game suspension. The Jets have a bye in week four. So he's not playing until the earliest week six. Could you see yourself taking him as a tight end, too, or is it just uh, too risky missing the first five weeks? Uh, one, I did like him, obviously. I, look, I think uh, Bradford uh, Sam's going to have a uh, good season. I'm not a Jet fan. I love rooting against them. They, you know, they put some nice pieces together here. They're building something good. Yeah, this is a big blow. Uh, everybody kind of really liked this guy, so... I know your protege, Michael Florio, seems quite devastated on Twitter about this news. So, yeah, he's definitely going to slide down boards. I guess a guy like a Mark Andrews, who's everybody's kind of, if you want to, I don't know if he's much sleeper anymore, but, you know, the guy that everybody's saying is going to bust out in Baltimore, uh, definitely gets a, a leg up on this one. 
Now, a lot of us, including you, me, you know, we play a lot of baseball leagues, a lot of football leagues. And, yeah, we had the all-star break, but baseball starting up again last night and today. And we really got to get going uh, on the football. And I know you do a lot of football drafts. You know, how are you able to combine the two to be successful in both? What is the ideal way to budget your time? Uh, you know, that's such a great question. It's very difficult. And, you know, this baseball season has been really great. So you kind of don't want to, you know, take the foot off the gas. But you have to. You know, there's plenty of things you can do. Just start doing some reading, some research. You know, you, you got to break up your – you got to break it up a little. You know, you got to have to start devoting time to football because if not, before you know it, it's going to be here and you're going to be left behind. Now, you are also participating in the Fishbowl Man uh, how do you how do you feel about this? Because some people get really annoyed at slow drafts because people take time. And so in my league, we are in round seventeen. Yours is in round nine. Does that does that bother you, or do you say, "Hey, look, it's a slow draft. the The pace could be fast. It could be slow. Not a big deal." Because some people get really pissed off when it's slow. Oh, I was definitely not born for the slow draft. Uh, I love that the NFFC has. Two-hour, uh, you know, draft champions and stuff like that. Uh, but this is for charity, number one. I don't really get. I do it for the aspect to donate some money, buy some T-shirts, and for the cause. You know, I think it's a great thing. It gets everybody, you know, especially during the All-Star break when it's like the four longest days of summer. It really gets everybody going. So it, normally it would piss me off, but for this, it, it really doesn't. I actually forgot I was even doing the draft today, and I looked. I was on the clock for like two hours because people <laughs> in my league are taking a tremendous amount of time. <laughs> Definitely, I mean we're basically double where you guys are at, so it's crazy. Um, talking to Matt Modica from theAthletic.com. Now you had the fifth pick in this, and no mm-hmm. surprise as it was in yours: Zeke, Barkley, McCaffrey, and Kamara. And mine actually, Travis Kelsey went first overall. Uh, and, you know, the, I know the scoring is different for tight ends. I still wouldn't take him number one. Was it an easy choice for you to take David Johnson at five, or did you think about Kelsey or someone else? I did think about Kelsey. For this format, I really kind of wanted to take Kelsey. But when push came to shove, I was like, I just like David Johnson so much. Uh, I'll take him, and I'll try and get a decent tight end uh, later on. I figured with the foundation of David Johnson, Let's just build from there. Do you think the fifth spot is one of the toughest spots to pick from this year, or is Johnson an easy call for you at five? Some people still have some questions. Obviously, the offense has changed. New coach there. Looks like they're going to play at a high pace. So, you know, a lot of people do think David Johnson is locked in at five. Others feel like that's kind of the first spot where you kind of have to make a tough decision. What do you feel about the five spot from what you've seen so far? In, in a regular draft, not the fishbowl, uh, I don't think it's a slam dunk for me. More than not, I'm going to take David Johnson at five if I have that pick. But uh, Hopkins will definitely be a consideration there. I just I don't see how Love Bell doesn't get the volume. Uh, Gase is a moron and all of that, and everybody hates him, and he hates everybody. But I, I don't see how this guy is not going to be – Fed the ball. I don't like anybody taking a year off and stuff like that. But and I know the Steelers system. But you know he's another consideration there. So I think you have plenty of options 
for me, it'll probably be David Johnson, though. Where do you sit on Todd Gurley right now? We've seen him go in the second round of a lot of drafts, and yours, he went as the RB9, the last pick of round one. Is he a bargain, or is he a red flag for you? I mean, he's got to be a red flag. You know, when you, that first round, especially like in, you know, fantasy f- football versus fantasy baseball, those top picks are just so much more valuable. It's a different game. It's not the same thing where, you know, you got all these rounds you're playing and stuff. So for me, he's more of a second-round pick. But, I mean, it depends who's there. It depends what my choices are going to be because, you know, I'm just I'm worried. I don't see how you can't be worried about this guy's luck. Yeah, I, I, I'm very worried. I'm surprised that people are still taking him as early as they are. Now, in round two, you took Deshaun Watson as the second quarterback off the board. Obviously, mm-hmm. super flex league here. Um, in some drafts, we've seen people wait on quarterback. You took two in the first four rounds. Uh, why take Watson there? You just feel like he's a, a, a big performer in this format? Oh, I, I mean, I think Watson and pretty much, especially with the, with the six points and stuff, but I think Watson in the two flex formats, uh, or just even in like a uh, – Regular league. I think he has the chance to be the, the QB one. Obviously, I'm still going to put Mahomes there at one, but I think Watson has a great chance. If anybody's going to move uh, Mahomes off that you know mantle, it's going to uh, you know really should be Deshaun Watson. I mean, if Will Fuller ever stays healthy for a full season, you got Kiki Kute who's on the rise. He's uh, another guy. If he can stay healthy as well, I mean, that's a nice threesome you have there. And his ability to run, if this line can improve somewhat, just give him any kind of protection. You know, I think that's a fantastic pick. That's one of the reasons why I didn't even consider Mahomes at five, and I was going to get the quarterback probably in the second round. Yeah, I think Watson does have a shot to be the QB one this year, and he was sacked I think sixty-two times last year. So if the line <laughs> oh, could just man. give him a, li- I know that's crazy, and he was able. To survive, you can run a little bit, too. And what was really crazy is, like, the amount of attempts he had a game for the points he put up was just, like, mind-boggling. It wasn't like he was throwing the ball 42 times a game and stuff. It was more like mid-20s on, on an average and stuff. Man, so. I, I, lo- I was looking at that the other day, and I couldn't believe it. So that from week six, here's week six on the pass uh, attempts <laughs> for him. 25, 24, 20, 24. I mean, that's Russell Wilson-esque. Then 24, 24, 31. 38, 28, 40. There was a lot of games he was under 30. So if they just pass a little bit more, a lot of his heavy pass volume came early in the season. He had three straight games of at least 40 pass attempts, but he can run. He had four rushing touchdowns, and now a full year recovered, too, coming off the torn ACL. I mean, there's definitely a, a huge ceiling here. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for him, and, uh, you know, let's see what the Texans can do. They seem like they're always a piece away. And if that line can improve, you know, I think that's a really catapult this team. Talking to Matt Modiga from TheAthletic.com, you took Damian Williams in round three as the 13th running back off the board. He seems to be one of those polarizing players where a lot of people say, well, yeah, he's going to be good again. He was given the opportunity uh, down the stretch, perform well. It's the Chiefs offense. Others are going to say, well, he's 27 years old. He hasn't done it for a full season. You obviously on the positive end. Uh, talk about why you like Damian Williams this year. Uh, I mean, look, if Andy Reid's number one running back's first name was I Can't Run, I would still draft him. 
Uh, you know, the Andy Reid factor year after year. We saw what this kid did last year. Uh, I think the Chiefs offense is dynamite, and I'm uh, very excited to be able to get him in the third round. Then you follow that up with Cam Newton as uh, the QB10 off the board. I guess the only concern with Cam is the shoulder mm-hmm. uh, coming off the surgery, and seems like the reports are that he's going to be fine. But Cam finds a way to get it done every year, and, and look at the weapons now that he has, too, on this offense. Yeah, I love the weapons. You know, DJ Moore was a guy I wanted in this draft. I just missed out on him. You know, Curtis Samuel, I think he's going to, you know, keep moving on up. He, had, you know, he looked really good in that second half last year. Uh, so, and she got CMC, who can just take a, a dump pass to the house, besides the Russian touchdown. Tim, to me, is always underrated. People, you know, he's not the prettiest-looking thrower, but I'm being kind. But, you know, for fantasy, he seems to always get it done. Uh you took Hunter Henry as the tight end six off the board at 5-5. Five, five. I took him at 5-2. Uh, for me, it was just kind of what was on the board. I, I thought he was the, the best value there, and I think there's a little bit of a drop-off after the top six tight ends. And we know Henry didn't play at all last year with a torn ACL, but uh, talk to me about why you're high on him for this year. Yeah, I mean, look, there's the, the Chargers offense, what we loved about him going into last year before the injury, but for me, there was a lot of receivers I liked in this range. But when I looked after Hunter Henry, the rest of the tight ends, I was like, I'm not taking it. I'm pretty much going to punt this position totally if I don't take Henry here. And I said, you know what? I think it's worth the gamble, especially in this format, at this spot, to take Henry over the receiver and just take a bunch of darts later on. All right, we'll talk more with Matt Bodica when we return. It is full-time fantasy here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. 
The following ad contains shocking material. Listener discretion is advised. Is someone in your family playing a dangerous game of Russian roulette? Over 43,000 people die a year from drug overdose. 120 people a day. Five people every hour. One person every 12 minutes. 88,000 people die every year from alcohol abuse. Over 240 people a day. 10 an hour. One person every six minutes. Somebody you know may be next. Learn how to help someone you love get away from the drugs, alcohol, and bad influences. With the FMLA, people can take a leave of absence from their job and still keep it. Call now and learn how we can help you. 866-484-9621. 866-484-9621. That's 866-484-9621. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a fan duel at DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing NLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Back here, wrapping up this show. It is full-time fantasy out of Ronis. Matt Modica sticking around. We'll talk some baseball quickly with him. Uh, one of the closer situations we have to watch is Tampa Bay, and the Rays activated Diego Castillo off the injured list today. The last uh, opportunity before the break, Emilio Pagan got saved. Looked impressive against the Yankees. Obviously, Jose Alvarado's out six to eight weeks. What do you think happens here in Tampa Bay? Is, is there one guy to own? You think it's Castillo and Pagan? Uh, if, if you had an option, and, and probably both guys are owned in a lot of leagues by now, but maybe in more shallow formats, they're out there. Who do you think is going to close for Tampa? I think both will get opportunities, but last week, the, the fat before the all-star break, I scooped up Diego Castillo everywhere possible, so I'm hoping it's him. I'm hoping with health now he gets that opportunity. It's been sporadic the way they've done it. I remember Pagan got three, like three in a row a couple months back. I bit on him, and then he never got a save again until recently. So I'm hoping it's Diego Castillo. That's where my money's on. Uh, also, Adam Wainwright scratched tonight, so Daniel Ponce de Leon gets the start. Could he be valuable in the second half if he's able to stick in this rotation? You know what? I was I had him in a couple of leagues, like my 30th pick early on. And then after the first couple of starts, I dropped him. And I was actually trying to get him back for just a couple of bucks a couple of weeks ago. Because, you know, he's been getting some strikeouts in these games. He's pitched pretty well, you know, especially considered in this environment. So, yeah, I mean, if he's, uh, if he's healthy, you know, if this was something minor and he's healthy, I would, I would you know, take a shot. And then you're going to take a shot on pretty much anybody right now. Yeah, that is definitely the case. All right, that is Matt Modica. You can find him over at theathletic.com and playing in a ton of high-stakes leagues. Matt, thanks for the time, and uh, good luck the rest of the way in baseball, and I'll definitely see you for a football draft soon. You got it. Same to you, Adam. Have a good weekend. All right, again, Matt Modica, check him out, theathletic.com. You can check out all my work, fulltimefantasy.com. I have an article up hopefully sometime today on five quarterbacks to target late-year drafts. I already have a look at Dak Prescott, Philip Lindsay 
online championship reviews. Use the promo code RONAS50 to get 50% off your first two months and head on over to playffwc.com. Hop in a draft today. We got online championships, best ball, all type of formats. Find what suits you best. Head on over and play there. Have a great weekend. We'll be back Monday, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.